Good afternoon, Montana sports fans. It's a beautiful day in the state of Montana. The skies are blue, and there is not a lot of clouds. You're here with Jake Macro and Levi Doss. Levi, how are you doing? Great, man. Loving the sunshine. How about you, Jake? Yes, it is a beautiful day. It's great to see the sunshine. It always brings positive vibes here to this beautiful state. Absolutely. I love the 406, baby. Yes, yeah, so last week we started talking about the COVID-19 and we ended our podcast uh, about spring sports and how we're going to talk this week about spring sports. But one of the big things that came up on the news around the state of Montana was this viral challenge that has been going on for this young man, young boy, Troy, out of Great Falls. Um, a lot of former coaches – and current coaches, players, and et cetera are doing this video where they're passing the ball to either Troy or catching a pass from Troy. But I know that you know this family a little better than I do, obviously. And could you tell us kind of about this young man? Absolutely. Uh, Troy Troy is five years old. Uh, like you said, um, him and his family reside in Great Falls, Montana. And uh, his parents are both Helena folks, and I got to know Wes before I did Cali um, here about four years ago. And uh, Wes was coaching at Cascade at the time, and the Cascade team would come up to Montana Tech for their team camp. So I got to know Wes pretty well. And when I found out Troy went down, I wanted to learn more on how, you know, how we could help that family out. And so we ended up getting him some tech gear. Uh, signed it and shipped off to him. And I'll tell you what, Troy has absolutely taken off with the disorder that he unfortunately came down with. He has a, an auto, autoimmune disorder that causes his lungs to bleed. And it leaves him very contagious to other diseases. So right now, him and his family are taking, you know, some very, very tough precautions to make sure he stays well. Um and really, one of the biggest treatments for him is uh, donor blood. And I've never donated blood myself. Have you, Jake? Yes, I did once, but I haven't recently in the last probably three years. Yeah, I've, I've never given blood. Um, I hate needles. But, uh, you know, I, I need to get over that fear and start donating. Um, again, first figure out what my blood type is. Let's see if we can help, help uh, some folks out. Um, but yeah, uh, uh, that Twitter challenge that you were just talking about, um, you know, that's, that's one of the very few things that the state of Montana has, has done to help the Ross family out. Um, I know Troy went up to, uh, Northern game. He went to both MSU and U of M and, uh, you know, after talking to his dad, Wes about this, you know, Wes, Wes told me that this is something he wants Troy to remember in a positive light. And, you know, Wes has a lot of connections around the state. And, you know, that the state has been very receptive of Troy. And Troy is an awesome young man. And he's got a lot of, you know, a very bright future. And so um, he's got a sister, Kennedy, who is, I'll tell you what, she is a dynamite. She is there for Troy through and through and uh, does a very good job supporting her little brother. And Callie is a teacher in Great Falls. And, uh, you know, and, and Wes just now took the Great Falls Central job. So, you know, it's a very, very, very uh, tight family and uh, very, very sports, um, very sports 
oriented family. So that, that's a little bit about Troy. Um, when did you hear about Troy? So I actually heard about Troy. I think it was from Blake Thielen. I want to say Troy's good buddies with Blake Thielen, if yep. I'm correct. Yeah. And so I saw that maybe last year. And then I saw this video challenge on Facebook. And then I actually saw it on the K-Pax News, I believe. And it's just something that is very positive and very powerful and really cool how the state of Montana through all of this, you know, negativity is still finding a way to be positive about things and playing catch. You know, I love football and I most people love football and it sounds like that young boy loves football. So it's a very cool way to interact with him through Facebook and through video. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's. I'll tell you what, it's it's very, very cool just as we, you know, said already, how, recept- how receptive people are around our state. I feel like we are truly blessed with, you know, the great views and the sights, the parks, you name it. You know, Friday Night Lights, um, you know, packed gyms for state wrestling and state, tur- state basketball tournaments and volleyball tournaments and soccer. I mean, it's it's amazing what, what type of support we get around. Our, our amazing state. Yes, I think the state of Montana loves sports and they support so well. So, folks, if you want to support Troy, what you can do very easily is just record yourself throwing a football, saying, here, Troy, catch a pass or catch a pass from Troy. I know that he would love to see that posted to Facebook. Um, it Twitter was a powerful and Twitter. message for a great family. Yep, absolutely. So that leads us into the sporting events of this spring. And first, I want to start with the state tournaments around the state of Montana were canceled at the end. What are your thoughts about that? You know, Jake, um, it was it was a very different feeling at the state tournament this year. I, You know, in high school, I was very fortunate to – be able to be on three state teams and did you did you end up did you go to a state tournament for basketball at all jake i was never a member of a state tournament all through high school really i I never got to my brother was but i never was so i never really got to experience a state tournament as a player only a fan okay well you know you know as a fan just how electric those atmospheres are i mean whether it's double a a b or c those atmospheres are electric, aren't they? Yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. And I think that the fans across Montana are very good in supporting schools, especially the smaller schools. You know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of fans. I mean, they close down communities and stuff. I think that is very powerful and really cool what they do. Absolutely. And so just to kind of fast forward through this, but I was uh, um, coaching uh, at – Capital High here, and we were fortunate to go to the state tournament. And I'll tell you what, it was it was a very different feeling just from the atmosphere standpoint. You could just you could kind of feel the awkward energy in the air, you know, with this COVID nineteen. Because throughout that week, you had the NBA shut down everything, March Madness was shut down, NHL shut down, everything was done. And here, you know, we get done with our first game on Thursday, and we're like, shoot, are we going to be able to play on? Friday and so we were sitting there wondering you know when is this going to happen when are they you know when is the health department MHSA going to come down and shut this 
shut this thing down. And, you know, we, thankfully we were able to get to a, a point where you had the two teams for both men and women to go to the state championship. And then they called it. And I'll tell you what, to see, see the looks on those, those kids' faces was very, very tough because you just see all that hard work and, and uh, you know, blood, sweat, and tears. You know, you see them sharing a state title and some of the emotions, it was, it was very hard to see from a, from a coach's standpoint. But, you know, I, I, in my opinion, you know, to answer your question, I think they did the right thing. Um, Coach Champs, the one thing you run into is, uh, you know, what, what could, what could have happened? What could have, should have, you know? And, you know, so, you know, hopefully, hopefully one day, maybe those teams will be able to go out onto the blacktop and settle, settle it once and for all. But, um, you know, I, we got a lot further than a lot of states did here in the U.S. So that's, that's kudos to, you know, MHSA and, and the health department to let these kids at least experience a little bit of a state tournament. Yeah, I think, you know, you can't take away from any of the teams. You know, I think that Montana and the high school association obviously did the right choice of sharing a state title. And I know it's tough for the student athletes right now to really look at that like, oh, we shared a state title with someone or maybe even our rival. But later on in life, when you're 30 and 40, you're going to look back and you made history. I mean, yeah. you, you know, it stinks right now and it's hard for them to kind of comprehend. But later on in life, they're going to look and they really made history, maybe being the only time ever to ever share a state title, which is crazy to think. But that leads, you know, that state title kind of led into the whole spring sports discussion. And I believe, I don't know when it was exactly, but they canceled the spring sports. Um, how do, what do you think about that? How does that affect student athletes? You know, it, you know, for the, the kids that to, to, in a sense, get it taken away from them. Um, it's very tough. And, you know, with you, you and I as, student athletes or formers, has-beens, you know, they always talk about control what you can control, right? And this is something that they cannot control. And that's a very tough thing to, to think about, especially for the seniors. You know, you look at kids who, you know, are three-sport athletes or two-sport athletes and letter each year, you know, starting with their freshman year. And instead of getting that magic number at the end of your senior year, now you're left, you know, one short letter. So I can, from a pride standpoint, I can understand with, with those kids and those kids who, you know, maybe the spring sport might be their favorite sport, you know, whether it's softball or out running for track and even now lacrosse, you know, it's, it's very, very tough. So I, you know, you look, whether it's the right decision or not, you'd have to say, yes, it is because they're looking out for the, you know, the best for everyone here. Yeah. And what are you, what are your thoughts on that? You know, I think that it was the right decision. Obviously you, you know, you want to get rid of this whole COVID-19 and that's this social distancing and all that stuff. It's definitely the right decision. What the hard part for me as a spectator, you know, is looking at these kids in high school, especially the seniors is they don't get another year of eligibility. Really. We're at the collegiate right. level. Those student athletes have got another year of eligibility because of this whole 
thing that's going on. The NCAA, you know, has passed you will add on another year with high school though. You can't really do that. And that's kind right. of, it's tough for me because especially seniors and, you know, juniors, when you're trying to get a scholarship to play college athletics and you don't have another year to prove yourself and to show what you're really made of, it's kind of tough. And I bet it's stressful for some of these young student athletes. So that's what kind of probably hard for me to kind of grasp. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's a tough thing, tough thing to overcome. And you look at, you know, kids who are even in a junior class now and, you know, leading into, our last topic here is the off season, right? How are we, how do you prepare going into next year? And what are your thoughts as far as the juniors from a leadership standpoint, do you see, you know, could make a major impact for these fall sports? You know, I think it's, it's tough for the juniors not being able to see their teammates every single day. Yep. I mean, you know how it, was with college sports and high school sports. That's probably the biggest thing that I personally miss is just seeing my teammates every single day now that I'm, you know, older and moved on. I has been, like you said, before. But what these juniors really got to realize that is to become a leader and to be a leader, most of them probably have cell phones. Most of them probably have Twitter, Snapchat, or whatever social media. And I think one step that they can take is – Make sure you get a lot of contact information from your your team and reach yep. out to them. Make sure you guys are working hard every day. Make sure you're doing, you know, whatever it may be, push-ups, sit-ups, drills, jogging. There's just so much you can really do. It mm-hmm. just comes down to taking that step of being a leader and make sure, making sure that, you know, your team's going to do it so you can compete for that state title next fall. Absolutely. What are Absolutely. your what are your thoughts on it, or how do you think? You know, for me, I look at it, and this to me, this is a great opportunity for those juniors. You know, they're going to be seniors next year. They're going to be the face or the faces of their respective teams, right? And to me, if they're not doing anything right now, they're already behind because those teams that you know that win state championships and are a part of those types of teams, we all know the work doesn't, you know, isn't all done on champ on that championship night. It's all the work that you do to go, you know, to get into the state championship, right? Yeah. And and so I think this is a great opportunity for those juniors say, okay, I don't want this to happen my senior year, something out of my control, but I can control if I get better or not today. Even if it is as you know, I, I get this from Coach Ari Gray, but 1%, you know, if you can get 1% better today, that's going to put you ahead for tomorrow, right? And I think, I think that's very, very important for these kids to understand, especially from an athletic standpoint, is, you know, you got to start putting in, the, putting in that work now. You can't, you can't stay cooped up in your house. Get out. Get outside your house. Do some push-ups. Shoot some hoops. Go to a park, whatever it may be. And start, you know, let's put in that work so you, you, you know, can be a part of maybe one of those state championship teams. Yes, I totally agree with you. And, you know, if you're not able to do that right now and you're not going to do that when this COVID-19 reopens up and 
who knows when that's going to be, but if it is right at the start of football season and you haven't been doing anything, that's not, that's not a good start of leadership. So I think it's tough, but I also think it just comes down to the student athletes wanting to be a leader. So absolutely. um, Well, thank you Levi for joining the show for second episode. It is a beautiful day and it's always a beautiful time when you get to hear your voice on the other end. Um, Jake, it's a pleasure, my man. So folks like, and share and comment below. Uh, We will talk to you next week with another episode. Take care, Montana and enjoy the sun. Live the dream, baby.